Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. And welcome to what may be the worst criminal trial ever. Uh, today we're talking about episode 5 of Love and Death. And joining me today for this week's episode, it's the Scarlet Woman. The what? brazen axe-wielding <laughs> comfort. I don't know how I feel about that introduction. About the Scarlet Woman? <laughs> yeah. What part of your brain thought they were going to like Scarlet Witch? Yeah, like, that's just, right. Just, yeah. Just, just as a little mistake. Um, well, look, I removed the last word in that introduction because I couldn't say it. What? Because what he says is the Scarlet Woman, the brazen axe-wielding hussy. Okay. Okay. So, okay. As a friend, I appreciate you. As a friend, I was going to call okay. you. Thank yeah. you. Thank How you, you so much. You're I've been welcome. great. I've been looking forward to this the next episode. So I'm I'm doing good. Yourself. Okay. Uh, okay this is my second okay. recording today so let's let's mm, yeah. let, let's see how yeah, that yeah. goes okay keep the enthusiasm uh, up yeah uh, I probably i should have but go I'll pause this i'll do some cooking okay so let's <laughs> talk about love and death um but before all of that guys admin as always um thank you for everyone who returned please don't talk about elizabeth olsen killing people uh please like we said we're covering a lot of stuff we're covering um uh, succession ted lasso Yellow Jackets, Barry. So please check those out if you care about those shows. Speaking about Ted Lasso, last week I had a friend come on the podcast to join me talk about his role as a member of the Richmond team since season one. So please listen to that. It was a very, very fun discussion. Um, and please, as always, please rate and review if you're listening on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That really, really helps us. Um, okay, do you want to talk about um, Love and Death? Yes, let's do it. Okay, so this is episode five. Out of seven, tied to the arrest. So mm-hmm. no surprise what's happening in this mm-hmm. episode. Written by David E. Kelly and directed by Clark Johnson. What do you think of this episode? This was a, it was an interesting one. It was, for me, it was, I would say, the best episode so far. Okay. Um, I think this tops episode... Four. Four. I think so, for so me. It's just getting better for you. That, yeah, it's, it's getting better. It's getting that's better. Um, yeah, just a lot of crazy stuff firstly the big first shocker was i didn't think she, spoiler alert i didn't think she would admit to the lawyer that she did it okay so that was a i didn't know it would go in that direction where and she, it's funny because she denies it at first mm-hmm. and I, I just i love elizabeth olsen's acting i just love it so much but like just the delivery of that whole scene mm-hmm. was like she's like kind of s- smiling denying like no i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't and you just see like the kind of internal battle she's having and then she kind of ad- admits it like i know that alan didn't do it because i did it mm-hmm. and and also um i forget the lawyer's name why can't i ever remember any of the characters what names? the actor's name or the, the... both <laughs> i can't remember. his name is tom pelfrey his real life oh, yeah, name but i can't remember yeah, yeah. what is the actor's name what the character's name is yeah. actually mm, that's weird but and just also his shock and taking that information in. I was, I was just like blown away by that scene. Because, um, yeah, I just wasn't her. Expect- I, I thought she was going to stay true to her denial and just like mm-hmm. keep everyone running with this. Mm-hmm. Like, I killed him. I, I didn't kill her. And also because that person knows you outside of this case, right? The lawyer. Yeah, the lawyer, mm-hmm. right? That's like a friend from church and, you know, a family friend or not. So how you admit that to someone that isn't in your immediate family yeah, but he said Over it. Over a husband. I mean, he said it. There are three people you can't lie to. Your priest, your doctor, and your lawyer. So, I don't care. I was still lying. <laughs> like, do like, you want to stay out of... You don't understand how to confess to the cops last episode. Do you want to stay out of prison or not? But I don't... This is digressing a bit. But like, if she had lied, mm-hmm. 
she can still. Mm, I'm I'm trying to think about it logically now. Actually, I was trying to think: could she still have maintained that she didn't kill her to the lawyer, and the lawyer still win, like still be able to argue a strong case? No, I I mean I think objectively, <laughs> it's easier for the lawyer to argue if he knows that if you did it or not. How? Because now... Because now he knows what to not... Like, he can't mistakenly bring something to evidence or mistakenly wade into something that would be against... Like, it's like... Yeah, okay. If you're defending someone and you don't... I'm just mean in real life, not even in, in a court case, and you don't know what they've actually done, you might think what you're saying is a defense, but actually you're just opening the door for, like, someone else. True. Or, True. like, let's put... How do I put this now? So if you're... Let's say you're like, oh, no, no, my friend was with me last night. Right, but she wasn't with you. She was at so so and so place, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, but she left at eight p.m. If you actually knew that she was with someone, mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, she was with me throughout. But by you saying she left at eight p.m., you've opened the door to someone like, oh, so where did she go at eight p.m.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you thought that she didn't go anywhere, anything malicious. Mm-hmm. So like, I think once you know all the facts, it's easier to defend. I get that, but I guess the other point that I was thinking of is like, obviously they're like friends from church. Mm-hmm. Maybe he would feel like morally conflicted and be like i can't i can't take it yeah but lawyers don't have morals what <laughs> what all right blanket statement yeah. <laughs> okay yeah lawyers don't all have right. morals that's right. like that's you <laughs> fair enough you're you're assuming you like, your entire your entire argument is based on the fact that lawyers have morals we don't yeah. have we don't have morals right. i don't know what lawyers you've met in your day obviously that's a overreaction or everything but i don't know his job is to protect his client there i'm sure there are several lawyers that know their client is guilty and have to do their job yeah yeah yeah, no that's fair that's fair but it's just the fact that he knows her from beforehand right and that the victim was also somebody even though she wasn't very well liked but she was also the fact that so that that i figured would be some sort of moral dilemma but it didn't happen she told him and he ran with it and Mm -hmm. conducted the case um yeah i mean i thought that was a natural one of the most realistic scenes in in the episode like him telling her he's like i don't believe you she's like (laughs) <laughs> what, what happened this, this, this is what happened I don't know what to tell you and then like he believes it uh, as it goes on um, I forgot about this last episode but you brought it up again Elizabeth Olsen I mean there are other things that she's done you know that you might actually like like apart from uh, the Marvel stuff because mm-hmm. you really like her um, Wind River comes to mind I haven't seen that I haven't seen it either I don't know if you from what I know about it I don't know if you if it's up your alley sorry for your loss though Sounds like gonna be up your alley. That's like it's like the show she did for Facebook. Facebook Watch. It was, it was actually quite well received, but obviously it was mm. Facebook. It was a Facebook yeah. show, so nobody really like paid much attention. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I don't know where you will find it nowadays. But like, that was something for you to watch. It's quite emotional and crying. So I'm quite emotional. From, no, no, the show is <laughs> oh, quite okay. emotional. Okay. From the title, sorry for your loss. You can yeah, understand yeah, yeah. what part is my taking yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, and the was quite good in that. So yeah, I just wanted to. If you want some awesome recommendations, yeah, I love it, man. I think she's, I just think she's fantastic. I mean, she's, she's the favorite. She's my favorite also. I'm sorry. So like, that's okay. Yeah, mind you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think growing up, we're obviously around the same age. Mm-hmm. Growing up, like liking the Olsen twins. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people are. I think up to maybe like 97, maybe. I don't know if people after 97 really care about the Olsen twins like that. You, I mean, you, you care about the Olsen twins, right? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say I don't care about them. But did you care about them growing up? Not particularly. I mean, and I was also in Sweden, if you if forget that. But anyway, when I got here... They're not Olsen twins in Sweden? No, like, I know, Olsen but twins. it wasn't like, I, I wasn't like really following so popular watch, American culture. you didn't watch culture. American Ashley back in auction? 
What when I was in no at any point in, oh this is this is I knew they were I yeah, knew they were but I weren't, weren't like watching their shows growing yeah. up and then I just used to see them about like on TV but yeah. I didn't actively watch any of their shows and actually the first time that I heard of Elizabeth Olsen was ah uh, there's a movie with uh, the guy from How I Met Your Mother. Josh Radner. Yeah, Josh Radner, Zac Efron, Elizabeth. Oh, the one. Um, he directed that movie actually. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The one like he's like a hello, good. No, I'm making it up. Scott, I'm making like, up the name. Like he, he's like a college professor. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been. That, that, yeah, that was pre Avengers. I think that was pre. Yeah, pre Avengers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was the first movie I watched it in, and I actually really liked that. And I was rooting for them to get together, but they didn't. And now in hindsight, I can see why that would be problematic. But I, <laughs> I um. Yeah, I think that was my first intro. But I'll check out the the other recommendations you gave. Yeah, I think I just my point was just like growing up liking the Olsen twins, and then like she kind of has all of that, but like for twenty twenty three, if that makes sense, like she can, like I like her because I like the Olsen twins, but also mm. she's like also in the Marvel movies which I love, mm-hmm. and I love her in other things as well. So I'm like, oh, she's you're got the full package. Basically. Yeah, you're like the Olsen twins, but like I don't say better. I no, not better, but like <laughs> okay. closer to my age range. If that makes sense. And for now, are you active? It's like if like Lindsay Lohan was still active now, or do you get what I mean? Like, so like, I think so. It doesn't. It's not like it's almost like I grew up with you, but I didn't really. Yeah, I grew yeah, up yeah, with your yeah, sisters. Yeah, but it's almost the same. Nostalgia thing. by proxy or something. That's right? actually yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's actually perfect. It's nostalgia mm-hmm. by proxy, but also now, mm-hmm. like you're actually still doing stuff that yeah, yeah, I like yeah. now. So yeah. it's like a combination of of both things. Things. Um, Okay, let's talk about Love and Death yeah, okay. before we do an entire episode on, on, on the Olsen, Olsen family. Um, so obviously my main criticism last week was about the whole, I believe, like the surface level storytelling of mm-hmm, the show. Mm-hmm. I don't think that has changed. Mm-hmm. But what I would say, though, is if the show is going to become like a police lawyer show, then I'm fine. Like, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. if it's not a show about the human condition, quote-unquote, that obviously sounds quite... Uh, douchey but I don't mean it like that but like <laughs> it's just a show about a crime and yeah. the investigation and the result and I'm like okay that that can that almost by its nature should be surface level mm-hmm. right like it's like because it's not it's one, I don't know how to put it it's one thing if it's like the finding out why she did and who she did but now if you're if we're going to spend next episodes in court then it's almost like okay I, I can I can just enjoy it for the surface level story time, well, why that though sense. that's interesting I, I I don't expect more from that I expect more from a drama talking about why a woman snaps and kills her neighbor. Mm. I expect a bit more of like human condition understanding from a drama like that. Mm. But just like this is this murder happened, she was arrested. This is the court case. I'm like, okay, I don't expect more from that. I'm like, okay, I'll just give it to me. Does that make sense? Does that make? I, I, I don't know if it makes I, sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. But I wonder why you don't expect more because you can still do a court case drama. And I'm trying to think of an example. I can't think of an example. Oh, that, drama that, 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 that delves into like the human condition. Oh, I, like, I don't see good, why they would the be mutually exclusive. Oh no, you don't have to be. Yeah. I mean, you can you can still do it if you yeah, want. Yeah, so to. that's why I'm trying the to understand can, why yeah. it wouldn't be. Same way you can do a cop show, but I don't. Same way you can do a superhero show uh-huh. and delve into all, all these things. My point is like, but for some of these things, I don't have as much expectations. Okay, so this is just right. yeah. Well, everything I'm saying here is personal. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, if you're doing Big Little Lies, I want you to talk about, like, you have, I want to talk about, <laughs> All right. I want to talk about stuff. Let's <laughs> talk about stuff. Tell me about okay, stuff. Yeah, you're doing, yeah. do that season one. Tell me about stuff. But if you're just doing culture, eh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Each other. And again, each this is all just 
guys, it's like it's a podcast. It's me just I'm not I am not preaching for anyone. I'm yeah, just I'm yeah, saying yeah, my own personal fair, views. Fair. Um I, yeah, go ahead. I know I did think that was an interesting change in gear though. It did, mm-hmm. it really did feel like it's turning into like a court yeah. um, so, drama. Yeah. yeah, I mistakenly watched not mistaken, I chose to do I watched a featurette on the show and I was just talking about like I think it was like building the house the town or whatever. And then I saw a snippet of like how walking into the courtroom. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this was before I watched episode five. I was like, oh, so is the show going to go there? Mm. I was like, oh, it's not like hard avoiding the police for two more episodes. Like the show that's going to do. I was like, oh, okay. That actually kind of flipped a, a gear switch in my I was like, yeah. oh, okay, this is what it's going to be. Um, actually, that being said, I should confess, um, I made a mistake. What mistake is that? So I was just, I like to research doing podcasts do on shows. Right. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very spoiler phobic, so I'm not going to like read the story and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm reading an article, and then the article just goes. Don't go and spoil it. No, no, no. Yeah, okay, obviously, cool. but the article just goes. But in real life, blah. Uh, and I was like, oh my god. So you should know that was a rookie error. Yeah, but like you finish all the episodes before you start doing. But uh, you can't do that if you're like if I. You know what, guys? This is my burden because I'm trying to be a good podcaster. A good, mm-hmm. I'm trying to have my facts. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to have research. Trying to do everything. I'm trying to have stuff to say. I'm just come out and say rubbish. So it's and the then, price you pay, basically. Yeah. So basically, I know what the verdict was, but oh, you know what the verdict was? Is, it's actually quite annoying. That yeah, that. that's really annoying. I, I don't, I don't I'm like, trying to think if I knew the verdict was, it would completely change the show. I don't. Sorry, I don't like, I'm like rubbing it. No. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't like that I know what the verdict was, but here I am. I know what the verdict was. Well, um, I think to your point, don't confirm or deny. But I'm going to assume, like as you said last week, that she's guilty. Otherwise, you wouldn't probably wouldn't have heard about it. Well, I mean, I'm not going to confirm or deny, but in this episode, we see her literally, like, confess to at least two people. So, like, eventually, that would come out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that she was guilty or not, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to say. Mm. Um, so my main criticism from this episode, which I'm only saying criticism up top, because I did enjoy parts of this show. I don't want to be honest with you, I'm not down on the show. Um, but the beginning scene, or not beginning, one of the earlier scenes when she's talking to the three policemen was kind of weird to me. Because I was just like, what has happened? How have we... It seemed like it, it was asking a lot of remorse logically to like just make a big jump in conclusion. Like, how are... First of all, so much, so many pieces of terrible police work there. Like, the, the, the lawyer isn't there. There's oh, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Outrightly, yes, 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 outrightly yes. saying, we think you did it. I'm like... But I think that could have happened. Maybe. I think I it's mean, realistic maybe, so, now in that time, mm-hmm. and also her being a woman and free man, I feel like that easily I mean, could have happened. You know what? That was actually, you know, hands up. I was probably, I was watching through my man goggles. <laughs> yeah, that's actually very, that's probably a good I, point. That was my first thought when I, when I watched it, I was like, oh, I, this sucks because this probably did happen and there's such an abuse of power here. That's probably a good point because, you know what? And this is why I said about like talking about a show that happened in real life because maybe you're right that could have probably happened like if that was a drama that was mm-hmm. made in 20 I'm like this makes no sense this mm-hmm. is illogical yeah. no one's going to outrightly say we think you did it like that mm-hmm. but then what you're saying now actually makes that honestly it actually kind of shades the performance a bit mm-hmm. more now because he's almost angry at her actually he's outrightly angry at her for one doing it but then also thinking that she can get one over them so like mm-hmm. it's his misogyny that makes him so angry it's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what the f- like I'm, I'm gonna outrightly tell like he was a man who probably wouldn't tell him i think he did he'll probably try to be a bit yeah. more conniving so that's actually honestly that's actually a very good point and mm-hmm. you're you're right it actually does yeah because my, my thing was like i was like this doesn't it seems that we're rushing to the end goal mm-hmm. it seems like we're rushing to say we think you did it so that we can arrest her and have her in court by the next episode but like so but you're saying your thing like yeah they probably wouldn't they would um what's the word 
when you don't adequately respect somebody? Um, patronize. But, yeah, that's that's yeah. one of the words. Yeah, um, or just like oh, I can't remember, but like they just don't expect more from her, so they're yeah. treating her, infantilizing her, they're treating her like yeah. So yeah, and intimidating her. Because yeah, they that's, can. that's yeah. actually a good, I guess that's, that's a good point. That was my main criticism of the, of the episode. Like I think it's, and this goes back to what I was saying earlier. I think it moving from a drama about suburban Texas mm-hmm. and the people that live there and the things that could make them snap and their ill contentment with life mm-hmm. to like, this is a detective show, this person is guilty. How do we, like, it, it's a different show mm. between season, episodes one, two, three and episode five. Like, do you get what I mean? Like, I do, I do, I do. We don't have slow scenes about what's going on in Candy's head and Candy and Alan. Like, and now I prefer that. You prefer what part? I prefer not having that. <laughs> Honestly, I do. I prefer not having that. Like, and maybe this is just my naivety, but I also think in the way the story plays out, it still gives them room to make a commentary on on like society. Like, there's still room for that to happen. In just like, like now, we discussed mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. the policeman, right? In how they handle the case and how the public perceive her mm-hmm. and demonize her. Mm-hmm could still be a social commentary, like maybe. Oh, know. 100%. Mm-hmm. My point is that I don't know if I'm holding out hope anymore that it would be. Fair. Fair. Because when I saw, like I said, that snippet of her going to court, like, oh, this could actually be a thing of like, if she's guilty, it could be how the media demonized her. Mm-hmm. Or if she's found innocent, it could be how her whiteness helped her and like she's the white suburban mom or whatever. You could go whichever way, depending on what the verdict is. But I don't know if they would do that anymore. And I should mention that David E. Kelly's person that wrote Big Little Lies. That's why I mentioned Big Little Lies earlier. Mm. He's kind of the person that wrote Big Little Lies, the TV show. So like, and he's been doing shows like this for, for, for years, literally decades. So yeah, I don't know. It could, I was talking to somebody actually about this and then he mentioned it. He was like, because he had what, one, two, three at, at that point. Yeah. And he said like he, at that point, he just felt like maybe them not going deeper was like intentional. Like they were almost doing it with a wink at the audience. Like, yeah, we're not going to. I'm not going to do all of that. We're just telling the surface level story. We'll find out in the thing. But yeah, I, I think the opportunity is still there for them to do it, especially with a court case, right? Yeah. Actually, it's very peculiar. It's yeah. like... It's, it's like such a the, small town as well. Yeah, it's like a small town. It's a woman with quite, not a perfect life, but like mm. a life that doesn't need to be derailed such yeah, as, yeah. Um, as in so much um, a different direction. So it's like there's still room to tell those kind of stories. Well, maybe they won't. Maybe they maybe they mm. would. I don't know. We'll find out in the mm. next two episodes. Let's so let's talk about actually no, I should mention before we go, I'm gonna to go to therapy, but let's you kind of called it, which I guess we'll talk about in therapy. You kind of called the uh, um that shishin scene could have been foreshadowing for like kind of like Candy's trauma. Oh right, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we see which I guess leads us to the, I don't think he's a therapist. No, he's a psychiatrist, I think. I wrote it down. I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, I think, so I'm looking at yeah, you blankly because yeah. I have nothing to contribute. I think, so I I think, I think he's a psychiatrist, but <laughs> okay. not a therapist. But anyway, yeah, in that scene, we kind of, he makes her relieve that experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's as a real person, because I Googled his name. He's a real person that died in like 2012, I think. What, as in? The doctor. Okay, okay, was really part of the case. Like part of I don't the, know if it was part of because I do again because at this point I was trying to I was trying to avoid okay. spoilers. I, I just I just googled and found out he was a real okay, person that worked in Houston, Texas. So I'm assuming yeah he was part of the case. Um, yeah. So he what was I going to say? Yeah. So he makes her relieve the the night or rather the day in the 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 room with Betty, and then mm. he makes her relieve what the last time she felt that angry, mm. and we find out that something clearly happened. 
to her yeah. physically and her mom was shushing her yeah and yeah. that's kind of so that i was saying that's kind of like the reason she reacted like that when alan shushed her she's like you don't you don't shush people because obviously that shushing is mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. has some trauma in her and then yeah i know i so one that was another like um really interesting i need another adjective other than interesting <laughs> but for me that's okay why i thought that scene was interesting it was a two a few things mm-hmm. so the fact that he i was interested to see how elizabeth olsen would also act out like such a traumatic like scene of reliving trauma and like crying though nothing's happening um but what when they flash back to the trauma i don't know if they're gonna show more of it later but mm-hmm. i didn't really understand what the trauma was that mm. made her react. Obviously, it's like we see her mom shushing her mm-hmm. and she's like bleeding. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, yeah, I, I thought they would go into it a bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I have it in my notes that like, again, I sound like a broken record, but like if they do what I want them to do, I, I go a bit deeper, then mm. that's obviously an avenue to go into like her familial trauma and backstory and everything. But I think it would probably be, if I'm putting on my cardboard psychiatry mm. hat, <laughs> like backseat, backseat therapy kind of be like her mom this is the 80s so this is 1950s I guess mm-hmm. we, we have mom so like a 1950s mother is probably like don't like comport yourself don't show your emotion you don't need to cry even if like you're you're injured and that obviously leads to her compressing her emotions mm-hmm. all her life and then she always puts out this like manicured look of like everything goes everything is fine everything's always fine and then would actually can be a direct line to her acting out and cheating with Alan because like this is the first time that she's going for something that she actually wants. Mm-hmm. The first time that she's living the life she wants, not the life that she's expected to live. Right. So it's like to her, that is her crying. When her mom did not allow her cry and was like, Shh. now she's like, no, actually I have this thing inside me and yeah. I'm tired of shushing. I actually want to act on it and then that's what so that could be it that could be like that could be why she snapped I, I, I don't know how you draw from that to like her killing uh, Betty like in terms of the same logic but you know, I, I, I mean I, I think it makes sense I think it makes sense if like well one I didn't know snapping was like a medical diagnosis like oh, she, <laughs> she snapped like, <laughs> I was like is that is that a thing <laughs> that happens but anyway let's, let's assume it is and we're just ignorant. well he didn't say it he yeah. just he, you know he told the lawyer that so maybe he was dumbing it down for the lawyer okay maybe maybe yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> if he was talking to other therapists or other psychiatrists he yeah, would have a different word okay yeah. sure sure um, but I think the logic of it makes sense right if you're exactly what you said like you've been suppressing suppressing mm-hmm, suppressing mm-hmm. for so long it's gonna bubble over the surface right and so, um, yeah, maybe she just like saw red that day, and she, oh, I mean, she hundred percent yeah, saw yeah, red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just I mean, wanted to take control for herself. Um, but the other thing that I kind of struggled, I was happy to kind of sus- suspend disbelief mm-hmm. for the show. Mm-hmm. But I, if I had to think about it logically, the thing with like the hypnosis of mm-hmm. it, like her being suddenly cold and her feeling no pain, I was just a bit like, mm, I don't know, maybe I'm just so a bit be- cynical. You don't believe in magic. You don't believe in hypnosis. Mm, not not that easy. <laughs> no. Well, okay, so here's the thing. That's the main reason I Googled the guy. Mm-hmm. Just to see if he was actually a real person. Mm-hmm. Because I think as someone who knows enough at least about like writing stuff, mm-hmm. I write stuff about real people. Like I've read, I've been to enough interviews about p- writers, mm-hmm. right? Speaking of writers, writers, WGA. Anyways, yep. okay. uh, <laughs> I don't think they would ascribe something like that to him. Like, they wouldn't say that a real-life person did this. 
Why not? Why not? It's it's a bit. It literally says some bits at the end of the episode. I didn't notice it in the other episodes. Oh, that's dramatization. Dramatization. Yeah, no, but it's something dramatization and making like you're saying that this person hypnotized. Like, if a version of this did not happen, then you're opening yourself up to. So maybe maybe he he you know had a discussion and buried some childhood trauma. But it didn't happen in a way that he said suddenly a cold. Also, why do you, why do you, suddenly, why, why do you know he didn't? Why do you know it didn't happen like that? I'm not saying it didn't happen yeah. like that, but I'm just saying it's also possible it didn't happen. Yeah. So that's, yeah, no, no. So I'm not I'm not saying it happened. Mm-hmm. But, and the type of thing that it could happen over sessions. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. something that the show could do is if they compress five sessions into one session, that's yeah, something that yeah, is yeah, yeah, allowed, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But my point is, that I don't think if it was something that she told him all of this while she was like conscious and it was a normal conversation and they've now made it seem like it was <laughs> just, do you get what i mean you do, do you understand yeah, where i get what you mean but i'm for, just saying why couldn't they, they could, like he said he passed in 2012 he has gonna family he has family that like i, right, yeah, I wouldn't put, put it past this i wouldn't put it past it'd be smetching out anyway but like no and it also also the, the main thing was that is that I don't know enough about this kind of stuff to know whether it's real or not. Same, same, same. So I'm like, also yeah, very naive. Which is why, which is why I was, I actually kind of was like, I'm not going to talk about it. I know I don't really know. Like maybe, maybe this is a thing. Maybe the thing that actually happens. And I'm sure do. it does. I'm sure it does happen. Yeah. But my, I, again, this is my disclaimer. I don't know very much about this. So I'm just going off my, my you know, my initial reaction mm. um, is that surely if this was so easy to do, the way they made it look so easy, then like this would just happen all the time. Like, it was just like, oh, we found some guy, you're going to go there, he hypnotizes you, gets all your childhood trauma well, out. Well, first of all, I don't think it's, uh, it's probably not that easy. Mm-hmm. Because maybe he's one of, because like, the lawyer makes him seem like this guy, we have to go to this guy's guy special. But also, I don't think it's admissible in court. Mm. It's just, like, the lawyer says, how do you know she's not acting? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't, think, I don't think it's like something that you can use in court, but it's probably just something for like, background and give stuff. Maybe. Or maybe, or maybe, maybe, maybe at this point in time, it was like, rated and then over the years it's been discredited or vice versa do you get what i mean um i don't know i just feel like <laughs> it's like i can understand them modifying it but mm-hmm. to create it completely <laughs> and say yeah. and obviously i'm saying hypnosis i don't think it's hypnosis because like, hypnosis is more like you're getting very yeah, sleepy yeah. well that's what tv tells us yeah exactly yeah, yeah, magic yeah, yeah, so like yeah, this yeah. is probably some there is definitely some medicine behind this or some science behind it whether he did it i have to assume that he did a version of this well, I mean, like if this character was made up, I'm like, okay, this person, everything here is fake. Well, like, this is a real character, a real name. Like, it's like, I, I don't know. It's like, say, it's like them making a movie about me after I'm dead. I'm like, yeah, I, I could fly. I'm just like, but I didn't <laughs> no. fly. You know, that it's, it wouldn't be about you. It'd be about some side character in your life. But, I, but they, said, I, they said, I flew. So, like, you're making a decision about me. Like I said, I'm happy to suspend disbelief, but this is so, no, my no, no, but initial I agree reaction. With you. I agree with you because yeah, yeah, yeah. me, also being a cynical man. Mm, yeah, Actually, yeah. because obviously, in the end, I've already suspended my disbelief once with the policeman. Mm. Don't ask me to do yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I did like, I was like, oh, okay, is this actually a thing? But then I'm just like, I want to, again, again, there's just so many smart people involved in this thing. This is a HBO Max show. Mm. Leslie Linkaglata, David E. Kelly is with Austin. Like, so many smart people involved in this. I'm like, it seems like too big a leap to just make. Because again, it's actually a very pivotal point mm-hmm. in the story. Like, I don't think they were used it in court, but like, it's definitely a story that confirms that she's not a sociopath, but she's mm-hmm. like a, she just snapped, as you said. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's like, it seems like too important to just make up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> do you, do you <laughs> yeah. get what I mean? I, I mean, I'm making a lot of defense. I know I'm making a lot of defenses, but it's like, it's just like, it's a bit, 
you can just make it up. You can just make up a big well, part of your story. Let's Google this after we finish the show because I. What would we Google? To... Did did yeah. Candy whatever her name? Get... I mean, yeah. Also, this is based on a book mm-hmm. that two journalists wrote, and they also wrote, I think, like some newspaper articles back in the eighties about this whole thing. So, okay, it's definitely well sourced. I don't know. I feel like this is just too big a thing to 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 like. Well, yeah. I guess we'll see. We'll see. But mm-hmm. you did remind me of something. Actually, you said last time, just in general of that scene, mm-hmm. you like Tom Pelfrey, mm-hmm. and like you'd like his role really stepped up in mm-hmm. episode five, and that was something that we were like, oh, it'd be surprising just to have him there and him not doing anything. So, I'm also excited to see, like again, his role grow yeah i mean there's only two episodes left but yeah go ahead in, mean, yeah. in the well in the in the final two episodes yeah. and also well, actually let me not get ahead of your notes no no go ahead no i was just gonna say and also what was strange to me is like did he betray her at the end of episode by telling her husband i wasn't clear if they had agreed he would tell her husband or if he was going behind her back to tell her husband so yeah you're right because he, but he said, said something that scene he's like um candy has been saying that she wanted to tell you yeah and now I'm agreeing. So I don't think, like, I don't think Candy knows he's one on the phone. Yeah. But, but he makes it seem like she's okay with him. But that's what I wasn't sure because it's I don't like, think that's even legally okay. I yeah, think exactly. 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 So it, it, to me, that was a bit ambiguous because he said, he said that thing about Candy and it mm-hmm. was like, it, that could sound like, oh, they agreed, like, he yeah. was going to tell her. Or it could be like, no, I'm actually going behind your back and telling you, and she doesn't know that I'm telling you. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. I mean, I, I think the assumption is, it's funny they say you're going to, you didn't want to, out of my notes because I was the next point of my notes. I think the assumption is that he said that she will be okay with him knowing. Whether she would be, I don't know. Again, this might this could easily go back to your whole thing about misogyny. Like mm-hmm. the man is making a decision for the woman after he's told her not to tell anybody. Mm. But then why wouldn't they tell her the husband together? Like why would it be this like, secret call in the middle of the night? That's the bit that made it seem like it yeah no yeah I get I get what you mean maybe he thought Candy was going to answer and he was going to but but my, my thing is that what is the point of a secret like him go, like I think he's betraying her trust by telling her without letting mm-hmm. her know for 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 um first definitely but then it's like if he's actually outrightly trying to backstab her with malice like what's, yeah. what's the point what, well, what does that achieve i thought it would have been linked to him being shocked by how she reacted in the psychiatrist's office you know with her screaming and her being like oh crap there's something not okay with her and then telling her husband either to be supportive like you need to hold her down like while she goes through this or okay. it's like you need to take your kids and leave like it could be one of the two i think it's more of the former mm-hmm. because i think that at least i mean i might be wrong with what next episode but i think that scene or that whole interaction with the psychiatrist shows him that she's not she's not the victim because somebody literally died <laughs> but like shows him that like she's not outrightly going to kill people mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like they said she snapped a mistake happened mm-hmm. so it's so uh, it would be a bit unfair to be like yeah we've established that she's not an evil person but you have to run away with your kids mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so i think your idea that maybe he's saying that like to support her could actually be the point because like yeah she actually needs some kind of support again it's still still a man making decisions for a woman but but yeah it could be like oh yeah she actually needs some family support and you can only really support her if you know everything yeah and maybe he believes like it's too much for her to tell him like it's one thing for him to tell her over the phone yeah for him to tell part over the phone it's another thing for you to ask candy to tell part that i killed whatever her name is that's, yeah betty uh, betty yeah. yeah yeah that's fair
Yeah, I don't know. Again, last two episodes, I'm, I'm assuming maybe next episode we entire entirely in the courtroom. We'll see. Um, I, I it's surprising they do two episodes, two whole hours of courtroom stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. I hope it's not the next two episodes in the courtroom, like episode six for sure. Mm. But episode seven, I just feel like we need a like a. Do you like based on true life stuff? I'm in part like it wouldn't make me like it less and it wouldn't like, make yeah, me like so it just, more okay. it just really depends on the story okay I think sometimes it helps though because then if it's like a really crazy story then it's just that added like intrigue of like oh my gosh I can't believe this happened in real life do you have a preference for the kind of like wild true life story you might want to watch like would you prefer one that has to do with murder or do you prefer one that has to do with fraud do you prefer one that has to do with like probably I think like, two options actually you gave me two options. I think, I think, there's, a, I think there's only two options. Um, that I'm worried no, you can have dramas. You can have dramas of like a love based on true life. Uh, okay. From your facial expression. That sounds boring. Well, uh, give me an example. <laughs> like, um, I don't know if I'm making this up, but I feel like there was a film based on like a coma. And there's, uh, there's a few of these films. Always. Yeah. So that's the, the one with Andrew Garfield and Claire Foy. Oh, no. No, oh. no, no, no. Oh, that's one that he couldn't walk. So, Wasn't that an army film? No, no, that's that's a different okay. Andrew Garfield <laughs> army film. That's no, no, the one that I like. I think he wasn't. That was Andrew Garfield. It was directed by Andy Serkis. Um, like he got into a coma and then he couldn't like he, he lost control of his lower limbs. I think he was kind of a person that like I don't know. He was one of like the preeminent advocates for like. Um, disabled rights. Andrew Garfield. I think it was Andrew Garfield. And I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe I've never heard of this film, but there's lots of films I have not heard of. So, um, but no, I don't really, I don't really have a preference. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. What's and the Claire name of the film? Breathe. Oh no, he had polio, and he was confined to his bed and given only months to live. Oh no, that's not the film. That's not the film I was referencing, but. Interesting. I haven't seen Breathe. Anyway, um, so yeah. Do you have so, a preference? No, wait. I'm, I'm to stay on you first. Okay, so so not? not biopics, because I want to talk about biopics. Okay. Here. So you're talking about like, a romantic story based on true life events. That what happens? Because this, because I, I think mean, Breathe is more of a biopic. I mean, but sure, I guess they're mostly going to be biopics in some sense if it's based on true people. No, but like but, a biopic is just like the story about the person's life. Like, I mean, like, so, like it's so, like the notebook being real. Yeah, so so something like that, for example, if that was based on a true life story. Yeah, but what example is that? That is there. I think try, type the vow. I don't know if that's based on a true life story. I might have made that up. Yeah, see, the vow was based on a true story. But why did it have to do with accidents? Ugh, anyway. What? <laughs> she said that they were involved in an accident. Anyway, yeah. Okay, whatever. Anyways. Well, does that answer your question? I guess it does, but not in a, yeah, yeah. Not in a fulfilling way. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm only keeping it as murder and fraud. Those are the only two versions. Well, if I had to choose between murder and fraud, I'd probably choose fraud. I think that would be more interesting to me than murder. Really? Oh, go on. Yeah. Do you want to drop out? No, I haven't. Do you want to drop out a lot? Is that the Amanda's... Cyphered one, yeah, yeah. No, Holmes, it's like, Theranos. is that the, um, is it drugs or? What do you mean is it drugs? Was she doing drugs? No, was she, no, she creating a, a drug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, well, I've not seen... creating a drug, but creating like a, the technology is so far, like one of the things where I watch it and mm -hmm. I understand it in the moment, but I forgot <laughs> that. But she was, she was doing biotech. It was like okay. the technology for, bio, for medicines and stuff. No, so I've seen, I've seen it. 
a lot of times, like the poster and stuff, mm. but I just ne- never watched it. Yeah, it was, I think we were a blood testing company. Theranos. I see that, but actually now that I think about a lot of the based on true crime, I don't watch because it freaks me out and it just makes ruins my day. So even the other one on Netflix that was like um, the the nurse and he was going around like um, and what's his Eddie name? Redmayne. Ed, Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I started watching that, but I was just like, I can't, I can't watch this because it's gonna ruin my day. That just seems like yeah. Because, see, that's what, that's what I meant with like the accident one. That seems like difficult to watch and uh, I, I, I don't want to watch that it seems like yeah, stress yeah, yeah, like yeah. people being hurt yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, so now that I think about it I, I don't like I'd rather, people, I'd rather watch people like shooting people or trying to defraud people yeah. than a nurse going out and killing patients yeah, why, yeah, why, why yeah. would I want to watch that I agreed 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 that's what I think fraud that's why I'm like okay I can do fraud because then it's like it's bad don't get me wrong it's bad but on the scale of things it's not as bad as like yeah, I get what you okay, mean. Okay, let me not say not as bad. No, no, you said you said fraud is fine. That's fine. You said you're no, pro. No. You said you're pro four one nine. I get <laughs> it. I, I, I get okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, no, no. I mean, like I, I mentioned it last week. There were so many last year and this year, like the dropout. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Chippendales. Uh, Under the Banner of Heaven. So, like, I'm sure if you want to watch any of those, they're all there. Um, do you have any final points or any final thoughts for the last two episodes of the um, show? I. Want to know if she was found guilty or not? But well, like I can tell you. <laughs> no, don't tell me. I can tell you if you no, want right now. Uh, we're just gonna have to watch episode six and seven. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, that's a good. People are people are just listening. Like, uh, let me let me just tell you on Instagram. No, 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 no. Please um, don't do that. Please don't. Do yeah, that. I wish I didn't know either. But yeah, I mean, um, yeah, and like, as Bethelson is still great. Mm-hmm. She, she gets to. They get to act this episode. Her, yes. her, her and Tom Pelfrey yes, get to yes. capture a act. Jesse Plemons is just doing stuff. What do you mean? No, no, no. Put I mean, some respect on his name. No, I was gonna say like he's just doing stuff under the surface. Like he's just okay, doing okay, calm. Okay, okay, he's not. Okay, okay. He's not doing capital A. I'm sure he will have his see where he does capital A acting. <laughs> capital uh, A acting. And so he's doing capital A acting. Is it like? Yeah. That's not. That's not an insult. It's no, just. No, it's just I, a fact. I agree yeah. with you. It's just a funny, yeah. funny term to me. But I 100 agree with you. Uh, She's okay. doing some capital A acting. Yeah. So I guess that's a good point to end it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you everyone for listening to our episode on Love and Death, episode 5. We'll be back next week again for episode 6. And then hopefully the week after that for the finale, at which point, comfort will know that Candy Montgomery was found. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, join us next week when we'll be joined by Oscar winner Daniel Kaluuya. Bye, guys. 